everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabradic. And I'm Amelia Bellabradic. And today, our trip report from Disney's Vero Beach and Walt Disney World. And some other Disney travel news stories at the end of the show. But let's start with, yes, we just returned from our summer dual vacation. Sometimes in the summer, we like to visit Disney's Vero Beach Resort and then head to Walt Disney World Resort. So... If you have not done this, it is a great summer combination. I say summer because the ocean's nice and warm, the weather's hot, and it's fun. So what we do, we fly into Orlando Airport, rent a car, and drive to Disney's Vero Beach Resort first. Pretty easy run. You take the B-line across and then 95 south. I'd say it's about an hour 15. It's not too bad. And we stop usually in Palm Bay and have lunch and do little shopping. And then we head yeah, to the resort. Yeah, it's a nice mini road trip. This year we had a two-bedroom villa. So sometimes we stay in the main inn with an ocean view villa. So the way Vero Beach Resort is laid out, there's a main inn. They're all studios. And then there are three outer buildings with one and two bedroom and studios, I believe, rooms. And then there are six grand villas, three-bedroom beachfront cottages. Those are pretty cool. You have both the Atlantic Ocean Beach, which is pretty awesome. And this year, it's interesting, they really changed the dunes. So they're really piled high and you sort of walk through them. Yes, and the sand does get quite hot. Yes, it is Florida in the summer. And then there is a nice Mickey-shaped pool with one of my favorite water slides of all. It's a pretty fun one. It's shaped like a lighthouse, but when so when you go down it, you rotate around like a corkscrew, yeah, and you do pick up high. quite a bit of speed. Yeah, eventually. it's pretty fast. They do have slide races where they time you, and yes. lots of fun pool events. So I don't mean to brag, but I have gotten second and third in my respective categories for slide races. Yeah, so. this hotel is still one of the hidden gems of Disney resorts in Florida. I would say not a lot of people outside of DVC members know about it. You can stay there. If you are not a Disney Vacation Club member. And I would say I do prefer it to Hilton Head Resort as well. And in fact, this is where we stayed when we were deciding, should we buy into Disney Vacation Club or not? So we said, ah, let's book a cash room at this one and see what the non-theme park hotels are like. And we loved it right away. It was actually a big part of our decision. Really? I think this was our 10th trip there. I, as a four-year-old, um, obviously don't remember the first one. Great resort. It's Disney, but low-key, right? It's uh, beach-style Disney. Cast members are amazing there. Really fun. Warm, welcoming, great campfire show. There is so much to do there. There's a ton of property. Especially for a little bit younger kids, there is a very wide variety of activities. But there are different activities for teenagers, so you get to experience new things as you grow. And lots of good dining around. You will really want to have a car when you're there. We On this trip, we did our favorite of Squid Lips in Sebastian. And then also I Jalisco, also in Sebastian, if you want yes. Mexican food. The Wind and Waves Grill, we ate there as well. It used to be called Shutters. Now it's Wind and Waves. And it's okay. It's a nice little restaurant on site. Yeah, nice. We had breakfast there. It was pretty good. Yep. There's also a bar, the Green Cabin Room, and they have snacks and appetizers and, of course, cocktails. Of course. Well, and there's a cocktail bar by the pool, and you just generally a ton of activities to do. Very different than a Walt Disney World vacation. So the two-bedroom that we had was pretty nice. You know, it is updated with USB ports, as we'll get to in a minute, and other such things. Oh. 
Really good. Uh, the master has a king bed and the second room has a queen bed and a pullout couch. But there are also those pullouts in the main family room as well. So I think it sleeps nine. Yes, but really more like five or six. Well, it depends if you don't mind. If you're one family of a lot of people and you don't need your own privacy, it's pretty well, good. Two bathrooms, yes. which is sometimes two bedrooms have three bathrooms. But all in all, a great trip. It was super hot this year. And in fact, it barely rained. We can normally count on the afternoon thunder showers. The good thing about Vero Beach is it's similar to Walt Disney World in August or July, really, where you get the afternoon thunderstorm or early evening. But this year, we didn't really get them. And when they do come there, they blow through much quicker than they do at Walt Disney World. Yes. All right. Let's. Then we moved on. Because <laughs> overall, Vero Beach is a lot more relaxed than Walt Disney World. So. Yeah, far more relaxed. If you're all considering it, do it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. As I said, we've been there 10 times now and, you know, really know it quite well. Great cast members, great campfire show at night with s'mores and sing along and all that sort of fun stuff. Not like the ones at the Walt Disney World campfires. It's much more of an event. Yes. Do beware of the no the little oh, bugs. Oh, my. Dusk and dawn on the beach and even around the pool, the microscopic biting midges or fly or fleas, whatever they are, they call them no Yeah. But if you get DEET 40% or so, they work pretty well. I think I only got three bites this year. Yeah, much less than normal. Yeah, they weren't bad this year. Just be sure to cake on the bug spray. And also, Sebastian Inlet State Park, a short drive north. Well worth the $8 car fee to get into the state park because that beach is awesome. It's a good beach for surfing and yeah, usually has boarding. a lot of... Although this year, the ocean was flat. I'm Specifically talking... Specifically our week, though. Yeah, I'm talking flat like a lake, like a calm lake. It was... Having been on a lake a week prior, it was very Yeah, so great for very swimming, similar. but not great for boogie boarding or surfing this year for us. But the week before, of course, there was great surf. And then... We finish off by driving north and spending our time at Walt Disney World for a week or so. And this was my 104th Walt Disney World vacation, and it was a milestone for you, young Yes, Amelia. this is my 30th Your Disney 30th World Walt vacation. Disney World vacation. I should so. have bought Disneyland Paris merch, but oh, well, you'll live, you'll experience visiting Walt Disney World since 1971 for me. We did have a few things to talk about, a few issues. So we stayed in a two-bedroom at Bay Lake Tower. And we noticed a couple... We noticed a couple things that... that were lacking. Yeah, and we noticed them because, let's start with, we bought Magic Band Pluses. So let's start with the Magic Band Plus. Do you recommend it? Magic Band Plus, uh, it depends what you're going to do with it. I don't I don't think you need it. I think it's a fun thing to have. It lights up. It's pretty cool. It I think basically does nothing. If you're going to play the <laughs> games, it's fun. You know what? I but didn't we like didn't. how those games were. I think they ruin Galaxy's Edge with that yeah, big Galaxy's screen. Galaxy's Edge was and... not the best place to put yeah, the games, you I know, think. They... There's a bounty hunter game there, but it just ruins the immersiveness, in my opinion, I think of they should have done Edge. Sorcerer's. In anyway, magic. So, you know, the bands, the bands, yeah, they glow and stuff and they buzz here and there. But really, it's if you are wondering if you should get it right now, it does nothing. As you know from past episodes, we Not thought they should have done a smartphone. Now, here's the rub Bay Lake Tower, for something at Disney's contemporary resort that considers itself contemporary and modern, there are zero USB ports in the room. So, bring a charging blocks or charging stations because here we were, we bought. All these Magic Band Pluses that require charging. And they don't give you a block. They, they don't give, give you, you the block. USB so thing. So I was a little annoyed going, uh, this is hardly a contemporary hotel. <laughs> so we're sharing a block around the room because you can't use your... I mean, you can use the Magic Band Pluses for basic stuff, getting in the parks, opening your room. But if you want the flashing lights and all the minimal other stuff that they do, you need to charge them. 
And this hotel has zero, I'm talking no USB ports at all. So bear that in mind if you're going there. And the response from the CMs and management was, yeah, we don't do that anymore. So I'm thinking, I wrote a lot, you know, I did send guest services a note saying, if you guys think USB ports are going away and you're not supporting them anymore in the rooms, yet you're selling me a $35 Magic Band Plus that requires USB charging and you're not giving me a block, that's not very good customer service, my yeah, friends, Disney. Yeah, that was a little bit of an oversight on their part. Yeah, so... I don't know. We buy the stuff to test it out. It's okay. You know, it's fun when the lights flash once. But really, right now, until they add more functionality, it doesn't really do much. Yeah, we waved it in front of the statue and it said a couple of words, one of those golden statues. But honestly, not a huge fan. But let's talk about the rest of the trip. Now, I'm going to talk about Genie Plus this year. We actually got more use out of it, right? So Genie Plus and Individual Lightning Lane. Genie Plus is fine. I still, I do feel that I prefer... Fast pass because I feel like personally I can get on more rides, but at the same time, that might not be true because of how they did the tiers in Fast Pass. Yeah, so typically I would be the one waking up for the whole group, you know, before seven, buying Genie Plus for the day. Yeah, that part's a little bit annoying. You should be able to do it a tad in advance. And, you know, it's not as busy when we went. It's way different than March when it was much busier because local Floridians are back in school for the most part. And so I was able to get my individual lightning lane quite easily, even for Cosmic Rewind, and then go in and book the first uh, lightning lane with Genie Plus. And then we did make pretty good use of it each day, you know, going to one and then immediately as soon as we checked in, booking the next lightning lane. And pretty much everything for the most part was there and we got it. So it was pretty good from that respect. Had a good experience with lightning lane and Genie Plus for what it is. What else did we do fun? We did. <laughs> the Wicked Wind Down. Yes. The Wicked Wind Down is for DVC members at the Top of the World Lounge and Bay Lake Tower. And they have re-themed the top of the world to be the villain's lair and the wicked wind down was pretty fun. Yeah. And you did get some very nice seating for the fireworks. Yeah. We got a window side table. We still went outside to watch it, but they reserve your table and they give you for your money a pretty nice cocktail or mocktail. Yes. And, and your choice of appetizers. As and well then as a seven layer cake. A seven layer villain cake for dessert. One choice for dessert. <laughs> seven but it was, layer it was cake. pretty good. You know what? Yeah. It was a pretty fun little um, event. It's, although I believe the cake did have traces of nuts in it. So that is something to be yeah, aware of. So bear that in mind. They, maybe they have an alternative. I'm sure, I'm sure they must. Yeah. But, but just... I like the Wicked Wind Down. So if you're thinking about it, you know, it's good. Then we watched fireworks from there. So it was fun. Just a fun little thing to do. And we were actually staying in Bay Lake Tower this time, as we said. So it was a no-brainer. I will say the two-bedroom is getting a little dated. So if they're going to refurb Bay Lake Tower, please add USB ports and pick up the rooms a bit. There was no, you know, no more pens or pads in the room. I mean, it's really getting budget, right? No tea bags. They're really cutting back on everything in the Disney Vacation Club rooms, at least at Bay Lake Tower. Epcot. Lots of fun. Epcot, the food and wine festival this time, who had some very good options. They brought back the beignet de trois fromages in France. Good. And of course, the walls are still up. So the whole fountain, where the fountain used to be, that whole area is still walled off. So the Moana thing is not open yet. I'm not sure why the walls are up because Connections is open, Guardians is open, which by the way, Guardians is All a right, phenomenal All right, talk about Guardians ride. of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Guardians was amazing. It for me, personally, has edged out Everest as my third favorite ride. The pre-show is really cool. Um, very nice special effects. I'm not going to spoil it if you have not go on, gone on it. It's really fun. Um, My tip, after a really cool thing happens in the pre-show, you'll know if you 
oh, there you're going to want to go f- a little bit farther back because that's where it goes directly to the line. You're going to want to go a little bit farther back and on the right-hand side. That's my tip for where to go on Guardians to get ahead. Yeah, so again, crowds were moderate overall, I would say, right? Not too bad, like I said. Not too bad. Personally, we got uh, Lightning Lane for, I believe, 8.45 in the morning, and we walked right on Guardians. Yeah. We walked on. So we didn't crash any of the parks for rope drop because we just went through Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. And you know what? It worked out pretty well for us. It was really fun. I didn't find Guardians too spinny. Uh, I think, you know, I mean, I know some people found obvi- obvious issues with it. I didn't find any of that. I thought it was good. Didn't spin too much. It was a fun roller coaster. And I person- we personally on our ride had one way or another, which I enjoyed as a song uh, choice. So as your song choice. Now, the Food and Wine Festival was good. My top pick this year is from the Kenya booth, the Coffee Rub Spicy Beef Tenderloin, I believe it is. It was really, really good. So if you like beef, I'm telling you, go to the Kenya booth, which is around past the American Adventure, sort of in the back somewhere around Germany or Italy, somewhere in that area. And it was really good, really tasty beef dish. Uh, Not, you know, very, very slight spice, not overly spicy, but I liked it a lot. So that was my top pick this year. My top pick wasn't actually from the Food and Wine Festival. What was your top pick? I just liked the Germany Pavilion. I think all of their caramel delights in there are, well, absolute delights. The caramel cream butter bar was absolutely delicious, and the caramel apple is also next on my hit list. Now, one of the downfalls this year for us, as you know, it rains every year in the afternoon, Uh, or every summer, I should say. Now... Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. I couldn't believe how unprepared they were for the rain. So let's set the scene. It started pouring like torrential thunderstorm at 6 p.m. The party starts at 7. So we were about to walk over. They're clearing people at 6, though. Yeah, and we waited. So the good news is that at 7 o'clock, the rain stopped. It did not rain again for the whole night. So we had an excellent full five hours of Halloween party. So it didn't rain the whole night. However, this is where I was very annoyed. The rain... You'd think it never rained before in Florida before the Halloween They party. were, exactly, they were... I very, was, very disorganized. I know, which I'm, obviously the rain could cause some, like, abnormalities, but I'm just thinking, it's Florida in the summer. Like, really, you should be prepared for the fact that it's going to rain and it's going to storm, and... So here's what happened. We check yeah. in, we... I get through, we get our wristbands, which they do right after you tap your magic band or card... And I said, do we get our bags here? And they said, no, you'll get your bags at the candy station. So we walk into the park and the candy station still aren't up. They're setting them up. Eventually we see those blow up lanterns and we go to two or three of them and they're saying, no, you get the candy bags at the front desk. And by now it's 40 minutes of wasting our time. Or at another candy station. They're all directing you to a different one. Yeah, everybody's directing us everywhere and nobody had anything. And by this time, I don't get often that mad at cast members, but when they give no solution, and where I really lost it was when this one cast member said, you can go buy a bag. And I said, you know what? I just paid a hundred and whatever dollars to get in here. And you're telling me to go buy a bag to go trick-or-treating because you have no bags ready? And then Amelia's keen eye spotted a senior cast member, some manager, just randomly walking, holding bags. Yeah, so... We stopped him, and he actually was quite nice and resolved the issue. I'm sure, because also I've noticed there were quite a few new cast members this time around, lots of people their first day, so they probably just don't know better, but I feel like they should be more trained yeah you know i feel bad because i said i try to say i'm not yelling at you but i'm i am i am getting angry at you because you're representing and you shouldn't 
They shouldn't be telling me to buy a bag. Yes. What I would expect is they saying, you know, yes, sir, either go and get one for free out of the store or get on a radio and say, hi, we're having, don't just send us, go here, go there. And every time we go there, they send us somewhere else. So nobody knew anything about the bag. So all I'm saying is, I guarantee you it's rained before a Halloween party before. Yeah. So there is a Why is this state of chaos? Yeah. There is a protocol where if it thunders or lightnings in the area, the cast members aren't allowed to walk around outside, which is fair. That's a safety risk. However, I don't understand why the bags weren't at the entrance. Like, just just have them there. Yeah, they should have. That's yeah, not. There's no. You're exactly. I don't understand right. why there's you couldn't just no have a box of bags at the a entrance. Box of bags shouldn't been there. It's. I get that you have to blow up the candy stuff later, but the bags themselves should have been at the entrance. Anyway. But other than that, it was very good. The fireworks were great. Space Mountain in the dark yeah, was fantastic. Amazing party. Headless How... Horseman was back. Exactly. Yeah. Parade parade. was good. So all in all, a good night. Except still, if you're thinking there's going to be short lines on the popular popular rides you're wrong so we had 40 minute waits for haunted mansion 40 minute wait for pirates of the caribbean so we blew off those we didn't do them i will say if you're staying like a bit later go during the first parade because or during fireworks because literally space mountain was five minutes yeah and it was in the dark so it's awesome if you've never ridden it i mean in the complete dark not like it normally is they shut every light off it's like a different ride altogether and then our final notice from this trip is we think the restaurant food quality is starting to slip everywhere. Just, yeah. In particular, Whispering Canyon, if you're not ordering the skillet, you know, Amelia ordered a steak. It, I ordered medium rare. And it was it was blood almost rare. uncooked. It tasted like blood. <laughs> Even when it came back, it was not cooked well. My wife's salmon dish, also not cooked well. Grand Floridian Cafe, while we still love it, they used to have really good steak that rivaled, if not exceeded, you know, steak places like the Yachtsman or La Cellier, it has gone down a little bit. Still was, a great experience. Yeah. Grand, Grand Floridian Fl- Cafe. Was still quite good. Yeah, we'll still go there. I think Whispering Canyon is off our list now. Even the yeah. interaction, you know, the fun stuff that it used to be known for just doesn't happen anymore for the last two times we've been there. Yeah, so. it wasn't just a one server wonder. Yeah, so we are no, no longer recommending that. But all in all, it was a great vacation at those two resorts. So definitely if you're heading out soon, you're going to have a good like time. We do like to complain, but of course it was still filled with Disney magic. It will rain in the afternoon, especially Walt Disney World. But hey, that's the way it goes. And in other news, three popular tours coming back to Epcot, Behind the Scenes, The Dive Quest, and The Dolphins. We have more news about these in our show notes. It's the 40th anniversary of Epcot on October 1st, and these are all starting on October 2nd. So check the show notes for more of the latest Disney travel news, and reach out if you have any questions for us about our most recent Walt Disney World and Disney's Vero Beach vacation. And thanks a lot for following along with us here and on social media at 1923 Main Street. And have a magical day. Bye-bye.